Hey, hi, hello, and welcome to Kindness and Courage, the show that helps you find your mojo, your purpose, and your why in the pursuit to living your best life. I'm your host, Natasha Telfer, and over the next 12 mini pod series, we're going to get real and raw as we dive into the deepest, darkest parts of ourselves to pull out the best versions of ourselves. Are you ready to take a good hard look at yourself and take control of your life? Let's get ready. Let's jump in. Nancy, she is a fun-sucking, dream-crushing, life-holding bitch. Seriously. Do you know her? You're probably thinking, who the hell is Nancy, right? She's that stupid little voice holding you back, filling you with doubt, second-guessing yourself. She's that devil on your shoulder, that awful inner critic, that negative self-talk. At times, this little voice can actually be helpful, and yeah, she can keep us motivated towards our goals, like when she reminds us that what we're about to put in our mouths probably isn't healthy to it for us and will ruin the diet that we're so vigilantly trying to stick to. However, for the most part, Nancy's just a straight up toxic bitch and she often is more harmful than helpful, particularly when it comes to the realms of excessive neg- negativity. And if we give this chatter too much influence, it can actually impact our confidence, our self-esteem and our productivity. Negative self-talk is something that most of us experience from time to time and it comes in many forms. It also can create significant stress, not only to us, but those around us when we're not careful. In a nutshell, basically your negative talk is any kind of inner dialogue that you might have with yourself that honestly limits your ability to believe in yourself and your own abilities to actually even have a half a chance to reach your actual potential. It is any thought that diminishes your ability to make any kind of positive change in your life or your confidence or, or within yourself to do any of the above. So negative talk can you know, not only be stressful, but can actually really stunt your success and, and limit your future. She tells you you're going to fail that exam. You know, she's the one that tells you that guy won't date you. He's not going to call you back. She tells you that you don't deserve that promotion or that pay rise. She tells you that someone else is better than you, that you're not good enough, that you should stay in your comfort zone with all things familiar and so on. I'm pretty sure we're all pretty familiar with Nancy. For me, Nancy and I go way back. For years, she's told me I I couldn't do things like I couldn't have kids. I wasn't worthy of being a wife or a business owner. And Nancy told me these things over a megaphone frequently. It literally became my thoughts. More recently, I'm a lot more aware of Nancy and I keep her at bay. I kind of, I, you know, she, don't get me wrong, she flares up, but I kind of try to keep her on a short leash. But as I venture into new projects, for example, the launch of Kindness and Courage, Nancy's been right up in my face for the last couple of weeks. She's telling me not to post my podcasts, not to launch my website, not to commit to this and that, and not to put in anything more than what I'm already doing. You know, just do the bare minimum, almost like a safeguard, protective barrier for myself. But really, it's not about that. It's really limiting myself, if anything. 
Nancy's telling me, you know, I'm an imposter. I don't belong in what, what it is that I'm doing or what I'm trying to achieve. And then this is backed up, obviously, by trolls, all those so-called frenemies that decide to be judgy McJudges on every move you make, waiting for you to fall on your face, and just your general shade-throwing haters. Nancy reared her ugly head and made me second-guess my abilities to do this and so much more. I didn't even do the fanfare launch that I had anticipated for for putting out my podcast to begin with. And that's something that, you know, I've got to sit with and I'm happy to do that. But there does come a, a time when you have to go, you know what, that's enough. Uh, I've got this and you've, you've got to back yourself. Did your parents ever tell you that when you were a kid that, you know, there was a friend that was just a bad influence on you and not to hang out with you? No, just me. Well, Nancy's my bad influence. She stops me from actively living my best life some days. Sometimes those days can roll into weeks and even months. So here's what you need to know about negative self-talk and its effects not only on your mind, but also on your body and your life and your loved ones. It, you know, she's, she's a dead set home wrecker. Negative talk can lead to you know, lowered abilities to see opportunities that could be right in front of you, as well as decreased tendencies to be, for you to be able to capitalise on those opportunities when they are actually in front of you. Other consequences could include, you know, um, it can limit your thinking. The more you tell yourself you can't do something, the more you're actually honestly going to believe it. Perfectionism, as I unpacked last week, um, you really begin to believe that great isn't good enough. It's not as good as perfect. Uh, and that, as I said last week, that perfectionism is actually unattainable. Feelings of depression. Some research has actually shown that negative talk can actually exacerbate feelings of depression and anxiety. Well, no wonder it's you know, the basis of negativity. Um, relationship challenges. Whether you're constantly self-criticizing makes you seem needy to your partner or even insecure, uh, it can turn yourself negative into more general negative habits that can actually bother others. I know for me personally, I always had this fear that you know, my, my now husband was, you know, eventually going to wake up to himself and leave me too. And it's something that I allowed Nancy to just megaphone to me. And to be perfectly honest, the only thing that helped me get through that was time, you know, 10 years in, two kids. And I think I'm finally have shut Nancy down with that because the proof has been in the pudding, but you know, 10 years to wait to prove someone wrong is, is, you know, not the healthiest either, probably. Um, it just becomes this perpetual cycle. Now, how the hell can you shut her down? There's many ways to reduce the self-talk in your daily life. There's different strategies. Some work better for others. So try a different, try you know, a few different approaches and see which one's the most effective for you and shutting your, your um, negative Nancy down. So you can catch your critic. Learn to notice when you're being self-critical of yourself so you can begin to stop. For example, notice when you're saying things to yourself that you wouldn't normally say to, say, a good friend or, or your child or your boss even. Remember that thoughts and feelings aren't your reality. And if that's the case, let's be logical about this. Nancy doesn't know shit. Thinking negatively... Um, about yourself may feel like an observation but your thoughts and feelings about yourself 
can definitely not be considered as accurate information because let's be honest, they're subject to much bias and the influence of your mood greatly impacts this and often that mood can leave a door wide open for this negative Nancy. Another option is name that bitch. So as you would have guessed, mine is called Nancy, negative Nancy. When you think of your inner critic as a force outside of yourself, give it a name. It's not only more easy to realize that you don't have to agree with this person, but it becomes less threatening and more easy to see how ridiculous some of your actual critical thoughts can be. As I said, mine's Nancy. There's Debbie Downer, Sulky Sally, Fun Wrecking Fiona, Hating Hannah. Um, There's plenty out there. And then there's obviously, more recently, just plain old Karen. Apologies to all the Nancys, Debbies, Fionas, Hannahs and Karens out there. I'm sure you're lovely. Um, But for me, Nancy's always been it. If you find yourself giving Nancy a platform, it helps to contain the damage that she causes by allowing her to criticise certain things in your life or be negative for, say, an hour a day and that's it. Shut her down. Kind of like that annoying friend that you feel obliged to go and have a coffee with. She's soul-sucking, but you love her to death. Um, God knows why, but you can manage a coffee a month or so. Um, you go and listen and then you feel totally drained. That's Nancy. Um, so this this puts a limit on how much negativity that you're actually be faced with and walk away with from whatever situation it is that you're in. Uh, change your negativity to um, a neutral stance. So when Nancy's up in your face, you may be able to catch yourself. Um, but if it can sometimes be difficult to force her to actually stop a train of thought in its tracks, particularly when it's about yourself, it's so easy to doubt yourself it's often far easier to change the intensity of your language. So instead of saying things like, I can't stand this, it would become, this is challenging. Or a big one in my house with my kids is we don't, we, we discourage them to say, I hate um, whatever it is. So it becomes, I don't like, or even I don't prefer. Um, one of my favorites is I can't. It is now, I can't yet. When you limit Nancy's ability to talk and the language that she actually uses, much of her negative power is actually muted as well, which makes it so much easier to push her aside and not let her actually influence or, you know, more importantly, stop what it is that that you're wanting to be doing. Cross-examine her, you know, who who made her grand poobah? Um, one, one of the damaging aspects of her is that she often goes unchallenged. Challenge her. She's that awful friend that holds such power over you. After all, it's, it's literally all going on in your head. Others may not be aware of what you know, Nancy's saying to you. Thus, they can't tell you how wrong you actually are because this dialogue is literally only in your head. It's far better to catch your negativity and and stop Nancy and ask yourself how true is what she's actually saying is I guarantee you the vast majority of what's coming out of Nancy's Nancy's mouth is downright trash talk or an exaggeration at best and calling her out on that can help you actually take away her power again of that damaging influence um you know think think like a true friend 
when Nancy's at her worst and she's up in your face and being a, a right life-wrecking bitch, she'll often say things that you would never dare say to a true friend. So why not reserve that? And when you catch her telling you these things, make a point of imagining yourself. Is what she's telling you something you would actually truthfully and honestly be able to say to a friend? Would That inner dialogue that you're telling yourself. You know, I might tell myself, oh, I can't do this. But I'm not going to go and say that to my girlfriend. Because I don't know why, because. Because I know that there is just as much chance that I can do it. So I don't know. When you unpack it, that there's a lot there to, to think about. But you will find that there are a lot of things that you wouldn't actually say about yourself to your friends. And that's where Nancy just eats that shit up. Um, so it helps you to shift your perspective, which kind of leads into my next point. I love a good old perspective alignment. Um, something looking looking at things long term can help you realize and put it into perspective or into place as well um, with great emphasis. For example, uh, one thing I always do, um, I'm not much of a grudge holder. So if something really upsets me, I know it's usually pretty legit. However, I know that, you know, for instance, my husband, massive sulker. Um, but ask yourself, will it really matter in five minutes? Maybe. Okay. Five hours? Yeah, he could probably still have the shits. Five days? He's long gone forgotten about that shit. Five weeks, five months, five years. It really puts it into perspective about how short term something may actually be. And if it is short term... Is it really worth the energy that you're feeding the actual thought? Another way to shift your perspective is to imagine stepping back and looking at your problems from a greater distance, the bigger picture, the wide lens, which is something I, I unpack in, in my book that I'm currently nearly finished writing. Um, even thinking of the world as a globe and yourself as a tiny, tiny little speck in the globe can often remind you um, the most that our worries aren't really as big as they seem. This can often minimise the negativity or fear surrounding surrounding the, the crap that Nancy's filling your head with, um, but doesn't make you obviously any less important is also, I guess, the biggest takeaway from that. Um, if something is really bothering you, then you know, do allow the time to unpack that and explore it. Uh, sometimes shutting it down isn't always the answer. So if you're like me, sometimes you need the facts. Um, unpack that. Is there actually... Nancy actually have goddamn evidence about what it is that she's trying to fill your head with. I guarantee you, most of the time she's got no fucking idea. She's blowing smoke out her ass and knows nothing. So that literally rolls me into my next point, proving her wrong. For some, simply stopping that negative thought in its track can be helpful. Um, But as I said, it's literally, I find it helpful with um, repetition and extremely critical thoughts like I'm no good I'll never be able to do this for example one I like to practice often um, for every negative thought Nancy throws at me I always try and come back with two positives um, on whatever that topic is so you know if she makes me go oh that person is a bitch I then make myself think of two wonderful qualities of that person um, I find this is the best route for me to combat my negative self talk if it's projecting on other things externally external environment I don't necessarily (laughs) implement as well as I should for myself I'm not sitting there thinking of two things that I'm great at however it is something I am working on um yes I 
feel self-development isn't a destination. It's a lifelong journey, um, but replacing it with something better, taking that negative thought away and changing it into something that's more encouraging and accurate, it then becomes, uh, I can't think of the word. Um, it's not just criticism, but it's actually constructive criticism at, at worst. So you're know, still finding that silver lining, which is something I always love to do too. Um, which again can, again, follow into cultivating that optimism. Learning to think positively is like strengthening a muscle. So if you're always a bit of a Debbie Downer or a negative Nancy, it's because you've, you've conditioned yourself to think like that. You can also do it the opposite way around. You can strengthen your mind like a muscle to think more positively, um, to become a lot stronger, to allow Nancy to be front and centre has become a learnt behaviour. So shutting her down can be too. To help you do that, practising gratitude is an amazing one. Um, A lot of people will recommend using a gratitude journal uh, where you can regularly write down things in your life that you're grateful for. For me personally, I'm not much of a journal writer because I just cannot find the time in my day to do that. However, I feel it's you know, it's people that always say they don't have time to do something are usually the ones that probably need it most of all. But I'll put that in a um, too hard basket for right now. Uh, in lieu of this, for me, every morning when I wake up, I usually wake up to my um, two-year-old yelling at me, mama, mama, get up, get up. I mean, trying to say to me to get up. Um, usually doesn't start my day in the most uh, brightest, gratefulest moods, particularly if it's before 6am, which is most of the freaking time. Um, but I found myself getting up and being grumbly. I was making school lunches grumbly. My husband would roll out of bed later, um, in one of the other kids' beds because one of them's woken us up or whatnot. And I could just, you know, stab him. He just got 15 minutes of extra sleep at, you know, than I did. And I hated his guts for it. Um, bit like all those crazy pregnancy hormones when you can hear your husband snoring and you're just staring at him because you can't get a wink of sleep. Um, crazy stuff. But I found myself being so begrudging, grudgingly hateful towards anything in the morning. So I knew I had to shift that. So when my son comes in at 6am or earlier, get up, get up, get up. I'd go to the bathroom, I'd pee and I'd make myself sit there for a moment and think of three things that I'm actually grateful for to start the day off with a grateful heart, makes me a brighter person, a kinder wife, a more patient mum, a more thoughtful friend. Um, And I'm not that angry person from the get-go. It really does set the tone. I've also made a rule that, you know, I do not put the news on immediately. I don't want to see the death toll of COVID. I don't want to see the person that stabbed somebody down the road you know, all that stuff just makes you feel sick and sad and depressed. Yes, they're facts and I will get to them, but not before my morning coffee, not before I spend some time with my kids, getting them up and dressed and ready for daycare and school. Um, I need that time to be grateful, to set the tone for my day. 10 o'clock, hit me with it. Um, but prior to that, just I find keeping that gratitude and practicing that gratitude helps me keep Nancy at bay. Otherwise she, she gets, you know, that small window of opportunity in the morning and she'll just steamroll me for the rest of the day if I allow her. And then it's just keeping that practice up. There's no on off switch for positive thinking or negative Nancy. 
um, even if you are a natural born optimist. And to be honest, I, I think I am quite optimistic, cautiously optimistic, I, I like to say. Uh, I always like to think the glass is half full. There's always a silver lining or a lesson to be learned in any kind of adversity or or hard time or negative situation. Um, and like any goal, the key to sticking with it long term is, is the key to success. Even if you find Nancy trying to squeeze her way in, you can always look for, to, at ways, including any of the above that we've gone through, to minimise her face time and cultivate a more optimistic outlook for yourself. Um, it, you know, she's she's a bitch, and it's one of those things. She's never going to go away. You're never going to get rid of her. It's almost like she's your shadow in a way. Um, you're never going to get rid of your shadow she's attached to you for life you can acknowledge her and know that she's there but you don't need to let her overshadow you um i think would probably be the message in a nutshell i guess uh so so try it um try and catch yourself out and see how often you're allowing your negative nancy to actually dictate the way you live your life over the next week and you might be surprised um, I hope you're not. I hope you're going to turn around in a week's time and go, what the F were you talking about? And it was fine. Um, good on you if that is the case. But yeah, you might, you might also be surprised. Um, and just lastly, learning how to think positively obviously is not a quick fix. And it is something that may take a lot of time to master. I still haven't mastered it. Um, I know how to keep her on a short leash, but not always. There are things that will exacerbate um, your situation, your mood, other people, external factors, but it's knowing what you can control and what you can't. Analyzing your own thinking habits and finding new ways to incorporate more positive outlook on your life can be a great start forward um, to adopting more positive thinking approaches. Uh, for me personally, it took a lot of self-development, professional help, and not to be perfectly honest, even medication. Every person's path is different. And all I can honestly say is please seek professional advice if you feel that the struggle is real and it is beyond you being able to implement any any of these strategies to get on top of it. Um, it doesn't make you any less of a person. It, 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 it actually empowers you because you're standing your ground and you're shutting that bitch down. Neg- negative Nancy is a horrible, horrible person the majority of the time. Um, and for you to distance yourself from that and realise that she's not you is all the power in the world. That That's, you know, the number one step and the number one goal, I guess. I'd, I'd want any of you guys to take out of this. Um, name her, shame her and call call her shit out and you will have a much brighter week, I guarantee you. Until next time, I'm Natasha and you're listening to Kindness and Courage. Thanks for tuning in, guys.